Oh, oh I'm glad we got that. No, no, no. Do, do that again. No, that's Okay, gross. I'll that's, do it. Ah, oh. oh, you're welcome. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't want to know what you're gargling. Disgusting. Maddie, eat, drink some water. <laughs> 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 Chum. <laughs> so chunky you can carve it. Get into Gate episode 216. We're talking Stargate Atlantis. Get into Gate team that is currently here is Mitch, Brendan, and Maddie. Hello. Yo. Hello. We're here to talk The Tower. Episode 15 of Season 2 of SGA. Now, before we rip in with the old synopsis, uh, Maddie, I remember you uh, three, four, five podcasts ago. I don't know. It was a little while ago. Mm. And you looking ahead for what was coming up. And I believe it was at the end of an actual podcast. It wasn't off mic. And you were just talking about, you know, one's coming up, one's to be excited about. And I believe the quote was, and the tower, we can probably skip that. Um, does that sound familiar or is that how you That's would talk about it? That's a fantastic memory, Mitchell. Okay. I re- so I remembered correctly because mm. as it popped up the, the, on, the, on the screen, the title of the episode, because I hit play without even realising what I was going into, and like the tower, oh, I believe this is supposed to be a not so great one. But um, let's, let's, let's find out because this is my first time. The team is introduced to the leader of a village who was able to protect the people that live there from the wraith, the lord... Apparently that's him. Discovers that Shepard also possesses the ancient gene needed to protect the village. The Lord decides that Shepard should marry into the family and become his successor. Directed by Andy Makita and written by Joe and Paul. It's not on Earth, but they sure as shit don't get off this. And we don't see a Stargate, do we, in this episode? No. I don't believe we do. But we see many, many more... SG-1 Stargates next week. Ah, right, so they... Mm. Okay. Something to look forward to. If you can, if, if your memory is that good, Mitchell, what I need you to do is just after know. you finish the um, I've used synopsis... Every, every bullet, yes. I just need you to go back and find... Remember the, remember, remember the beautiful soundboard that I used to have on my oh, phone? So good. Yeah, just that just that one that had... It was that... Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Yeah, the tower. I mean, for one, the synopsis. Again, is the, the, can we just have the person who writes the synopses for SG1 <laughs> write them for SGA because yeah. I feel like they're poorer written uh, on they SGA. They say more of the content. Yeah, they do. And this one says the Lord, which I'm assuming is the Lord Protector, the, the actual boss, the old bloke that sits yes, in the chair. Yes, He discovers yeah. Shepard is also possessing the ancient gene. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Mm. The Lord decides that Shepard should marry into the... Well, I guess we never hear him say that, but uh, the the bald guy says that yeah. that's what the Lord had said. So, mm. okay. And you saying come true? So, is that is this a that's Harlan? The, I, the I thought Harlan, so. Yeah. The yeah. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hang on a second. Jay something. Has something. he got yeah. range or what? Yeah. And so that was my honestly my first thought. As soon as I saw him like in a wide shot, and I was watching it on my laptop, folding. Jay Brazier, Brazier, Brazier. I think his name. I think it's pronounced Brazier. I'd like it to be. <laughs> Yeah. Or uh, his nickname, Over Shoulder Boulder Holder. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Or the bro. <laughs> the man's ear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely get what I thought 
I remembered you saying when I was watching this. I'm like, yeah, this is this isn't so great. First time watch. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, th- I think the fact there's been a couple that you guys have talked down ahead of time. And I didn't talk down because I completely forgot about this. Yeah. The, <laughs> there you go. I completely forget about it until I see it in the in the booklet and right. it says the tower and I go, oh. oh. See, it's aptly named because you remember you're like, oh, yes, yeah, that's what tower. I've been asking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Even the, though I didn't remember it. Yeah. Like it's, it's better than naming it Lord Protector or something like that, you know. Yeah, or like um, Side Quest. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> just so dumb. Yeah. But I think I've, I've found that I, I'm just enjoying new Stargate uh, content, Maddie. Uh, it, it's right. I didn't follow that word up with creator, so it's fine. Content still a bad. Yeah, still it, but a it's a thing, though, right? Content creator definitely but sucks it's, balls. It's just, it's just an, it's an extra unnecessary. We could word. call it sure. art. Like you, you could just say, mm. you just say, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be watching new Stargate. New Stargate, fresh. You don't, you don't, for fresh. me, fresh Stargate. So you don't need to add Stargate content. Yeah, you're after right. That, you no, see? you're right. No, I apologize. It's like, it's like, it's like I have to put sis in front of you. Yeah. Ooh. Like, uh, <laughs> now we're now we're getting into it, but uh, yeah. So I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, not great. I still, you know, it was fine. It felt like a sort of season three, season two, maybe episode of SG One mm. type adventure. Like we go there, something's happened, yeah, and you know we either get well, caught it, up or we get caught up trying to fix it or both. Or it kind uh, of works so well because I've always sort of the way Atlantis goes is it it. It's almost like watching Stargate on fast forward. Right, yeah. Like yeah. we get through ten like there's ten seasons of SG one, there's only five seasons of Atlantis. Mm. So it, in a way it's like, well, we're in the back half of season two, so that's kind of the equivalent of like season four of SG one mm. in, in a lot of ways. And it's like in the we just advance quicker and you know, there's there's less sort of waiting and building up and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's so, no yeah. keeping of equilibrium mm. going back to what it was at the pilot, because the first four years of SG one it was like we are out looking for technology, yeah. but also we want the current concurrent viewers to not lose track of what's happening. So yeah. we want it to be base on equilibrium yeah. back at back well, to I point guess, one again. I yeah. guess I guess in a way this this does have a single about eighth of a second throwaway line right at the end of the episode that I've always forgotten about that almost does help establish that equilibrium where Shepard just goes, Oh yeah, so we managed to get some a uh, couple of drones and a couple of jumpers out of it. Nice. That's and I mean we never hear about this episode ever and again. And the girl. Mm. Well, what? That's what. Did yeah. you fuck her? <laughs> like, what? Do, what do we really think? Like, because he says at the end he denied. Well, her, actually, but I feel like he denied. He denied, denied the, the marriage. Proposed, the marriage. Now that you the, said the, you'd never noticed it before, I mm. I got a clip and I I'll, if Ooh. we play it, there's a part there that I obviously I don't remember. Like I said, this episode, but there's definitely a line in it. That I didn't remember about when he hooks up. If with these her. chambers are not to your liking, no, no, they're fine. <laughs> well, then maybe there's something I can do to make you more comfortable. Well, I don't think so. Here we go. I've an altered. Are this. you certain? Oh. Oh, wow. My father has promised that if we are married, the succession will fall to me. We need to talk. Colonel Shepard, yes. Seems that uh, certain people around here have somehow uh, gotten the wrong idea about me. Uh, Mara came to visit me last night. You must forgive her forward behavior, Colonel. No, don't be sorry, baby. I shagged her. <laughs> I shagged her rotten, baby, yeah. 
You didn't bat an eye. No, baby, she's rancid. <laughs> I have many duties here in the tower, the most important of which is as royal genealogist. She's the village bicycle. <laughs> Everyone's had a ride. Oh, you know he's missed that the, bit. The double standard in this room <laughs> is just ridiculous. Well, Maddie, we've asked you to fix that, okay? Uh, try, not, yeah. <laughs> try not to laugh at that. Jesus. I know, but <laughs> I think what I love about that, you're just keeping it fresh because whenever you do make something, you don't deny it. You just let it play. This one, you're, no, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't tampered with this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then when you went from like one scene to another very quickly, and I'm like, oh, right, if we're getting it as a montage, it's going to sound really awkward. Then old Austin comes in, I'm like, hey. There we go. He got me again. He got me. Brilliant. Uh, you, know, do you know what's really fun? That that character was Petra, right? Sure. Was that her name? Who? I thought he said oh, Ma- it's like Mara. A, Mara. Oh, Mara. Yeah. Okay. Mala? Mara. Oh, that's a shame. I'm, yeah, I'm just on the IMDb now. Oh, yeah, it is there, Ma- Mara. Just because there's a character named Petra. I don't know who. Maybe she was the poor woman in the Petrified. In the thing. She almost well, just, got raped. Just her name is Anna Kummer. So oh, stop it. C-U-M-M-E-R. Oh, it was. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. And her brother, Chum. (laughs) (laughs) I guess Mitch isn't editing that part out. Now that we've done a callback. I know, that was a cold open. Yeah, that's a cold (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to look up. I probably should. I actually have done it do like this episode. Mm. It's fine. It's not bad. Like I don't. Well, I like the it. idea. I like just... the idea that there's another Atlantis out there. That yeah, that's you know, a... and it, they never talk about it again. Which is so weird. But it's I mean... basically another Atlantis, and there's such a big deal made about Atlantis leaving Earth. Mm. Where did this one come from? They, mm. I assume they just built it mm. while they were here. Well, but then the Stargate's not inside two? it. The Stargate's not in it like it is in Atlantis. The Stargate. Well, they might have moved orbit. it because they moved the chair. True, but then they also moved the dining table. So they've got in the mm. entire city of Atlantis. They've got a night. People are living in, right? When we first meet Comtrier, he goes in and sits in his chair, right? And that's the main greeting room. Mm. And it's a big open space. And then when they have their big, disgusting, gross dinner later on, where they're all just like being pigs, <laughs> they're mm. in the same room. Because his chair's in the background. The, the, you know, the, All right. So they've got the entire city of Atlantis, mm. but they think the most opulent thing you can do is at some point, like, eight guys had to lift up the biggest, heaviest timber table <laughs> in, like, an ante room and, mm. like, bring it in. Like, don't scrape the floors, mm. you know, as they bring it and set it all up. And I'm like, that's... Like bring in the piano, boys. <laughs> that's not opulence. And, you yeah, know, I was just looking up. That's This is the other weird thing about this episode because, yeah, that, that Mara chick. So this episode was done in 2005... Flash forward to 2006 through 2009, she's playing a teenage girl named <laughs> Hillary on Kyle XY. Yeah, you can kind of, yeah, I can see that because she does look very. It's a little bit icky. Yeah. She looks just old enough to be cracking on a shepherd and not be weird, but she still looks young enough no, maybe to play weird. a teenager mm. on TV, you know? Um, I found it weird. I found mm. it very weird. I think it's. It, it, you can't Shepherd have. Didn't. Yeah, not on. He didn't find it weird enough. <laughs> no, he found it strange. Yeah. <laughs> You've he um. Strange. You can't have both. You can't have someone look just young enough and also act in a nice way, naive enough, or to not be so nice, dumb enough like that. Mm. Like she was so ditzy and mm. looked so young, or manipulative. Yeah, that too. And right at the end there, where she came into the room to Shepherd's like, "Oh my god, I didn't mean for this to happen." And the brother's like, "Okay, drop the act." And mm. I thought, "Oh shit, this is where she's gonna go." Well, you played your part, thank you, John. Yeah. And she didn't. She still kept yeah. up like, "Maybe I can talk to someone." And blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Okay, so what? Who's? No, that is you. 
but yeah. you're just benefiting. I like literally, it, whoever's telling you what to do, you're listening to them. That's I what don't it think seems she like. realised yeah. she was going to die. Mm. Yeah, mm. She yeah. Didn't not, know that. Not, <laughs> not to use a triggering word for you two, but it's like I feel like I wish she'd have been a little bit more Vala in that. Like she was in the con- she was in on the con. Yeah, like, she was actually the. It would have been really funny if she was actually the smartest, most conniving one yeah. in the entire tower. Yeah. Well, see, I was a bit thrown at the end because again, they they as soon as you see the brother, you're like, okay, there's the bad guy. And we're oh, just see, it was like, oh, there's a British guy with a bald head. That's yeah. obviously the bad guy. <laughs> well, yeah. Straight I away. think when he first showed up, you were like that because he was sort of like, no, 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 don't, don't do that to him. And he's a guest, and I'll take you. And no, you're not a prisoner. And okay, you're the, you know, the the, the wolf in sheep's clothing sort of thing. But then you meet the brother. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, we're we're supposed to be looking at the bald English guy. But then the brothers. Uh, he's too obvious as well, and he's the only one not showing any concern. And well, was Shepard going to notice that he's the only one not making any concern? And he didn't. And then the brothers are like, like <coughs> clearing his throat. And I'm mm. like, okay, now you're drawing too much attention. So are you, you, you're, you, you're at that point where you don't care whether anyone knows that you don't give a shit about your dad, or mm. is it this the, this the the the, t- the filmmakers going? No, we need you to really, really look guilty. And then come the end. I thought they were trying to tell us no. It was it was the bald guy all along, and the son just hasn't given a shit. But then they're like, no, no, no. Cause, but then the son's like, no, it wasn't me. Look at him. He's the science guy. But it was like, no, he's the science guy who came up with it. But I'm definitely in on it because I'm yeah. going to. So it was sort of a bit. And I everybody's think it was... and it would have been fun had maybe the daughter have been in on something, and that everyone was sort of at doing their own thing on their own agenda, and then SGA show up and it just fastens the process rather than poison this guy every night for six months even though he ended up dying because of that when we were there it would have been so much better if us being there helping was actually mm. what sped up the process of murdering this guy or something I don't know yeah. me a first time watch, watching it 24 pr- hours ago the premise for me is really interesting but it just the, ex- the execution was a little bit off the The bit that I found the most interesting was that real hard snap cut from like McKay, Ronan and Taylor sitting in, like, the poor village, like, sharing their meagre, mm. you know, what they had to offer, mm. and then that snap cut to the feast and everyone just gorging themselves, like, all the rich people in the tower. I'm like, I almost would have loved maybe them to lean into a little more of that, the haves versus the have-nots, mm. and then maybe drawn a parallel between, like, the Atlantis team, like, us us as as humans living on Atlantis in this giant technological city mm. and then there's all these people living out in villages hiding from the wraith mm. like I almost would have and maybe given Atlantis a little more motivation to sort of help people more or you know not yeah you know maybe step away a little bit from the hunting for a ZPM hunting mm. for a ZPM hunting for a ZPM it's like wow we actually have we're sitting in the lap of especially now that We've made contact with Earth. We've got the Daedalus doing supply runs back and forth. Yeah, we're sweet. We're mm. sweet we're now. Sitting we're pretty good. pretty. Like like we is calling up Earth once a month to send through a, a status report yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's like we're good now. Let's help people that are out there that and are I, suffering from the rain. I think that would work more to what you Especially guys Especially because we woke them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> that you guys are saying that, you know, this is just, you know, repeating a, a lot of the same sort of points that we've seen in SG one whether it was back in season two or the fast forward type thing you were saying, Maddie, about, you know, we're already up to season four of SG1 that, hey, here's something you've seen before, but let's look at it with fresh eyes by, hey, we're in Atlantis. We've got this most amazing thing. Mm. And then we can also maybe help people along the way with what you said, Brendan. We're the ones to wake them up. We caused it. We didn't cause the Gould in SG1. We were visited by them and got drawn into this war, whereas SGA helped bring this back to the Pegasus galaxy. So, um, yeah. yeah, it would have been nice to have touched on something a little bit See, I, more. Going back to what you're talking about with the bald guy, I thought he was good 
because he didn't. I mean, he didn't have any option but to kind of go with the redhead guy. Mm. And I thought the main turning point was when Beckett actually gave him the gene. But wasn't wasn't the redheaded guy like he's the son? He was the heir anyway. Like he was. Yeah, he I was, feel like he was, was due to go in anyway. And wasn't the bald guy trying to put the daughter? Like if the daughter got married, she would be the one to. Yeah, I feel like he was hedging his like bets, that. but he didn't go full dark side until he gained the gene. Mm. I feel. Yeah, I, I, guess, I mean, yeah, I guess because he really didn't need either of these spoilt little brats, yeah. and he could rule himself. That wasn't obvious, but it was like, hang on, so. Beckett gave it to him so he can, what, synthesize it for the whole village, which wouldn't have happened. Mm. Yeah. But, you but don't need the, to give me AIDS for me to try and cure yeah. it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we didn't see him take it or anything, but I assume he took it because he got in the chair. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I think he, f- he was kind of hedging his bets because he was going to go with the redhead guy if the king died, but if he gave it to, if the king or lordship, whatever he is, gave gave it to the daughter, then he could marry her and be... Yeah, yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was the the plan. But yeah, it was just very, it was a little bit muddled. I didn't... I liked it that they were a bit odd, like they were eating strangely because it gave gave them the opportunity to say, these guys have no idea what they're doing because they they don't have the gene. They're all inbred fucks. Yeah. Their, their dynasty's ending and they're struggling to hold on to it. So they're kind of working against each other completely. Mm-hmm. And it kind of bought into the muddled up confusion at the end. So how does that work? Yeah. Like he said that it got, it was getting watered down basically. Like that John is the strongest as far as these genes go than they've seen in three or 400 years or whatever. Yeah. Mm. How does that work? Like if they are really going to a, an effort of breeding people that can strengthen that part of their genealogy, whereas back on earth, you know, John's ancestors, they're just, and who anyone you know okay they might come across someone else because we know there's plenty of people out there that have got this gene we've just never known to look for it before yeah. season seven of sg1 that like the chances are that after what as long of a time far 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 longer of a time that shepherd's genes are still stronger than these people that have actually been trying to make it work better yeah i guess my in my brain it was always like well the city probably wasn't full. Mm. Like, obviously, when the ancients abandoned Atlantis and went back to Earth, like, there was hundreds, maybe thousands of them that all went back. And, mm. and then, over the, like, you know, they've slowly bred and, and the genes have, have, have spread through all the descendants. And in my mind, it was like, well, imagine imagine if Atlantis now, with, like, our, our group on it, and we didn't have the ATA gene therapy, imagine if Shepard was the only one with that gene naturally. Mm. And then fast forward a thousand years and it's like well only his descendants mm, are going mm. to have it yeah no mm. one else had so occasionally where you know a second cousin a second cousin and then something probably might have a throwback to that gene or something like yeah. that but eventually it's just it's just slowly you know spread too thin between between yeah the because you would have there. to inbreed to keep that gene but then yeah. the inbreeding ruins it yeah yeah exactly so um yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot to try and tackle in 44 minutes, but it, it did also feel like just the most Star Trek episode ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's you know our team like flying on their spaceship encounters a planet of like people in like 
Renaissance clothing with harpsichords playing yeah. in the yeah, background yeah. <laughs> in a you know in a in a in a set that already exists for the show yeah. that they can just redress Kirk's and they're all banging aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it very much <laughs> felt like an original series um episode of television. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and I, I found myself thinking this as soon as it opened up, like we we fade from black and I'm like, oh okay, we're in a village again. Same village. And that same score plays. It's not even like it's pretending to be music in the village. It's just the same score that plays mm. when we go to a a, a civilization as uh, quote-unquote primitive as these guys. And then even the main guy that walks in and goes, hey, so, oh, sorry I'm so late. Harvest, am I right? And I'm like, have you got shit on your face? Like, why is everyone <laughs> filthy? Like, where, mm. what are you even doing? Like, they're picking tomatoes and shit, but yeah. everyone's... Well, he just cu- broke out of prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all look like they've just come from uh, from the mines. Yeah. They've all got the black lung. Exactly. You know that guy, that Eldred guy? Mm-hmm. He's been in SG-1 before. He was in the Hidden Prisoners. He was one of the scavengers. Oh, right. Oh. He's that creepy dude who, you know, mm. I think his legs got cut off. Yeah. Is that him? Oh, yeah. that and then See, it, the one that I picked up was um, the, the constable guy, the, the big tall guy that Ronan slit his throat. Oh, yeah. That was Mazel. That was he was the um, remember the big guy from like he was a Jafar yeah he was in Death Nail oh, yeah remember the one that had his nipple out at That's the briefing right. room <laughs> yes 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 and then he he was also the Thor hologram he's yeah. he's the original yeah, Thor the hologram Viking. back oh, right. from um, season one yeah yeah see so this um, yeah. he was all, he was also Spellman in Failsafe this other guy mm. oh. that Eldrin guy what's his name though I forgot yeah, to look wow. his name up he's just yeah I didn't he's even a Canadian him. actor he's, he just looked familiar for me I'm like hang on. But he's aged, obviously. It's uh, been 10 years. Yeah. So I suppose prisoners. They, they, yeah, they him back. They brought Comtria back. They brought Mizell back. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. I, um, I, I feel like the episode was kind of written, like, you know, back in the, back in like the forties and the fifties where there was like those old sci-fi novels, like mm. the books that would come out that were sort of, they were like a monthly thing and you'd read these. And the way those would work is like, you know, an artist would just like hand a writer a picture. They draw a picture of something sci-fi of like, yeah. you know, a, a woman getting taken by this giant lizard alien or whatever. And then it was the writer's job to write a, a story based yeah. on that one picture that they're yeah. able to put in the book. I feel like this was like someone gave the writers a picture of like the Tower of Atlantis coming out of the <laughs> yeah. ground covered yeah. in vines, which is a really cool image. Yeah. And then this is what they came up with. And it's yeah. like, ah. Oh. Yeah, it's like write us a story that doesn't affect anything before or after. And like you guys yeah. said, we, we had the, the jumper and we have a lot more of the drones, but it's like, yeah, we they also just, you know. We had a jumper mm. last week or last episode of Atlantis that is now at the bottom of the ocean. Now we've just replaced it. So yeah, we need push to top, on. We need to top up our shuttles. We've got a yeah. couple. Didn't he say they ran out of power? Yeah, he said, yeah. Well, yeah, they were all covered in cobwebs and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, which we- Surely they can just, like, shave the top off a ZZPM and just whack it in the engine, right? Like, just power it Well, yeah, it's like, well, how old are they? Because it's like, I guess, I mean, Atlantis was under the ocean, essentially in, like, a vacuum seal. So everything was, and you know, weird. Weird put her cum sheets over everything. <laughs> so <laughs> so there wasn't any dust and that kind of stuff. So our, our puddle jumpers when we got there were all nice and clean, even though they were yeah. over 10,000 years old. That's true. So you've got to think, well, this this place has got to be over 10,000 years old. Mm. But I guess, yeah, when it's half, like when the, the earth is basically, you know, formed around it, like forests and stuff have formed around this mm. this city, this ship. Yeah, I guess it makes sense that there'd be, you know, dust and all that kind of shit. But how much older than Atlantis yeah. could it be that the, the puddle jumpers weren't working but ours were? Yeah. Well, I mean... That's what I was trying to just figure out. We talk about SG-1. The humans in the Milky Way were brought there by the Goa'uld, shipped them as slaves. That's the whole premise of this, of Stargate. 
the humans like not on Earth, like the ones around. Sorry, yeah, the humans in the ga- in the Milky, in the Milky Way galaxy Way. that yeah. aren't on Earth. Yeah. So, but what about this? What about Pegasus? Because obviously, according to the Atlantis pilot, it was what several million years ago that yeah. Atlantis left. Left Earth, left and, Earth, and, and flew went to the Pegasus. long way to Pegasus. Yeah. So it was in Pegasus for several million years, and then ten thousand years ago, they left. Yeah. So it's millions of years old. They're, that's what they're saying. Atlantis is. Oh yeah, true. Mm. And then while they're in that galaxy, they've God knows how long. You know, but obviously between several million years and ten thousand years yeah. ago, they built another city. But in saying that, like going back to the genealogy. Where did the humans come from? Was it the? Did they even mention that? Was didn't, it the wraith didn't, didn't, farming them again? Like no, the didn't, was didn't the hologram lady in in Rising say like, and they seeded the the um the galaxy with life? Right, like they did on it on. Yeah, Earth. so whether that means it's ancients just be fucking and yeah. and leaving people on planets, or whether they're like, or it's the second evolution. Yeah, like, yeah, like to the Tari. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which would explain, you know, why these people like us have the ATA gene naturally, and yeah. we, although we, it's probably the is it the first time or the first time we're aware of that it's like someone from the Pegasus galaxy has the ATA yeah. gene. Like we I haven't really, so. in, mm. not that we encountered that much ancient technology that needs activating in that way, mm. but I feel like throughout all of Atlantis, I can I can't really remember a lot of times where. We talk about like, do any of the Athosians have the ATA no. gene? You know, we we don't. Taylor really doesn't even. Taylor has more wraith DNA. Yeah, and did they offer her the gene therapy? Was I know it doesn't take with everybody, but did yeah. she ever? Was it ever offered to her? Did she ever take it? Did she ever? Not that I recall. Yeah, yeah, it's not something that's um that's explored very much, I guess. Well, they don't want to give it to aliens, maybe. I mean, if they're going to put Taylor on the front line team and True. her villagers, you know, the only way that her villagers can get off world is to come to Atlantis and go, you know, mm. go through our gate. So, um, yeah, yeah, it is. It's strange that we've never. It's kind mm. of just is now. Yeah, mm. yeah. And how we we've talked about in the past that like you know SJ is kind of the is the upgraded version of SG one where we've got obviously more. Aliens on the team, only by one, but still, like, everyone could just have, you know, that, hey, everyone just pop well, the gene everywhere. Except like, for season six. Well, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, the asterisks. Uh, yeah, same. we've got Vala as well. Ah, uh, yes. Spoiler alert. Well, there's not really spoilers, is there? <laughs> She's in it. It's just very rare that I get to say it. <laughs> <laughs> one of our aliens, uh, though you mentioned it before, Maddie, uh, mm. Ronan, we you know we made a point last uh, Atlantis episode that he did not have a part in it. Mm. Ne- neither of the brown people in the uh, in yeah. the SGA team uh, made the cut for um, and then both Grace the br- and the Pressure. Both the brown people stayed in the poor village this time. Was there and was there any non-white people in the tower at all? I don't remember any. I'm not. I I cannot. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't see color. I, don't see I mean that you know they're, they're they're casting from Vancouver, so yeah. it's they've 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 got that, and they've got that one lady. French. They've got that one um, Indian lady that doesn't speak with an Indian accent. Yeah. Who they give an Indian accent to <laughs> from a couple of weeks ago. Well, Ronan came back, and it was like he he mm. he'd had all that pent up anger from uh, from last week that he didn't get to use. Like I I love that he you know was the the vigilante there, and he was watching you know people with misplaced authority, you know cast shit on these people that were giving them more than they could give and uh, all for the sake of some uh, undeserved, 
you know, praise and, and, and sacrifices that they were making. And, and then he decides, oh, well, what is it? Like, he w- it went from, you know, naught to 100 very quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where it was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be slapping you for this. And she's like, no. He's like, maybe there's another way that I can show you that I'm the boss. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. How do you give that to the Lord? They went straight to right. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Um, don't worry, she paid in full. She didn't have that many yeah. potatoes, but she sucks a mean dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's fine then. <laughs> My, is like, I mean, the Lord, the Lord Protector couldn't get a heart on at this point anyway, no, so he would have gone just, to the sun or the, yeah. kill him. Uh, or the bald guy. But, uh, like... When I'll he's taking along, and yeah. I, th- I thought it was very <laughs> much doing train. it for like you know a PG thirteen type TV audience where mm. he's just gonna like take them to- and because they're the authority there. Like mm. we'd had some problems with them before, but it's like you know some some push and shove sort of stuff, and then all of a sudden he's just throwing guys to the ground. I'm like, okay, and then the final guy, the big guy, <laughs> comes at him and he just full like you said goes for the jugular and slices yeah, him open. I'm like, throat. holy. F- Man, he that escalated quickly. Yeah. Brick killed a guy. <laughs> That's what Taylor gets on the phone. He's like, um, Ronan killed a guy. <laughs> and he's wearing a badge. Like, we're in trouble. And if we're going to make this about, like, <laughs> okay, so not to. Black Lives uh, Matter, guys, remember. Hi. hi. Um, so it looks like the brown people here killed the white policeman. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a good reason, Jeez. though. Corruption. No, no one's going to listen to us. We need to get the. F- off yeah. this planet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like not that everything was going swimmingly up until that point, but here's Ronan just like for an episode and a half completely sidelined and then she's like, F- this, I'm killing someone. Yeah. And mm. then and then his only other moment of note in this episode is that weird homophobic moment where he doesn't want to hold hands with Robbie <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, at the dinner the, table. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. I mean, Robert Cooper, homophobe, and we know for a fact that he, he created Ronan's. Who, that would have been his note, would have yeah. been like, no, Ronan wouldn't. Big, wouldn't, tough. He wouldn't hold hands with guy. McKay. Two men can't hold hands on TV. He just he just fist him. He'd absolutely fist him. And they're like, sorry, sorry what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? You know Cooper? what that means, though. You know what that means? He's going to hold his fist up, and then McKay's going to grab. I'm like, oh, that's what you mean by fisting. Okay, all right. Oh, no worries. We'll, we'll do that, Coop. Hey, um, <laughs> a fun one for Brendan. Oh yeah, uh, his favorite character, the the um the weir scene right at the end. Oh yes, that was the, that uh, was unnecessary, wasn't that, it? That was unnecessary because the episode was short, so they wrote that it is an extra. <laughs> what was she doing with her elbow? I don't know. She's just sitting there going, "I didn't get to fix anything this mm, week. I'm always yeah. wanting to solve stuff." Not in the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do, I do have, I do have some audio. I can't remember what it's for, but it's something to do with the ending, and it's from the audio commentary. I'm doing a great setup job here. I love it. Um, I think it's something, something to do with doing as good as me, mate. With, um, <laughs> with there was apparently, I think there was a there was a conversation about whether or not, like, did Shepard actually kill that guy at the mm. end, or did he technically kill himself? Kind of thing with the poison on the blade and all mm. that kind of stuff. Because obviously, like. Uh, Shepard sliced him with it, no. not knowing that the poison yeah, was on there. That's so, what you mean. Yeah, so the like bot- indirectly killed himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's something to do with that. This is a tricky moment for me as a writer because this is this is kind of a cheat. Uh, I mean, this is something that they do in Hollywood all the time when you don't want your good guy to be to be killing people mm-hmm. necessarily. I mean, we have seen our good guys kill people, but. In this particular case, the bad guy kind of kills himself. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I generally don't like doing stuff like that, but in this case it seemed to work, and because of the whole poison oh, element, it, yeah. it sort of tied in. No, I think it worked fine. 
I'm always super critical of that when I see that in, in other episodes, but I allowed myself to get away with it in this case. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was about to say, actually, I like that it actually it kind of added another uh, layer to that character that even though he'd assumed that position, he was always carrying not only a blade. It wasn't enough to, ca- to, to cut someone, to mm. stab someone, maybe kill them with the knife, but he had to just make it sure that even if he just gave him a little nick mm. that he'd given them the poison yeah. dart and I'm like oh I like that but then yeah that maybe I guess what he's yeah, the, the pointing out but I'd love how he goes oh I hate that I judge it so harshly whenever I see it but mm. I just felt like mine it worked <laughs> all the pieces Jesus. came together he obviously together. couldn't survive yeah um, and the 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 village we see at the start they did a really good job of like shooting that differently that's the Sodan village okay huh. yeah but they just kind of shot it Reverse, and mm. so you didn't see like Hikon's building and yeah, right. and the big circle where we like had the showdown with the prior and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, it's just different shots of the of the Sodan village. And I feel like any really any time though, outside of a hut or anything, and especially that establishing shot, there was all it was, it was shooting down a lot. Mm. Whereas in the Sodan, I felt like we were looking up a lot, like at the temple or yeah. anything like that. We were looking yeah, up the hill true. and things like that. So, and it made that place feel bigger, grander, more important because of these mysterious, you know, warriors that have been missing yeah. for so long. Whereas this, it was like, no, these guys are nothing, yeah. and we're looking, uh, we're so looking I, down. On them. I, re- I reckon. I mean, you can't really tell, but I reckon if we looked close enough, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the the little hut that. McKay and Ronan and Taylor were having dinner in mm. could possibly have been even been like the same one that Cam woke up in yeah. after he like got captured by the mm. Sodan and was like in his little in his little room there. So just probably just a redress of that same yeah. that same set potentially. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. They're doing pretty well because it's nice too in terms of production value that all they have to do is redress the Atlanta set and then they're on a new planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was Good for them. And for me, like, again, watching the first time, not knowing anything there, hey, the tower looks similar. When then when he's in there and he's like, this looks pretty familiar. I'm like, mm. holy shit. Yeah, they've just redressed that yeah. room. Yeah, and they moved but, the chair yeah. to where the gate is. and <laughs> But it just really sold what they were trying to sell us, yeah. um, that this is a copy of this amazing place that we didn't believe existed. We found it. It's it's unique. It's incredible. Oh no, hang on. There's another one out there. And then when they do the schematics and all that, and it's like, hang on, no, it's as big. It's just underground. And you, yeah. you guys talk about like, why do they do it? How long's it been there? And it's like, yeah, well, did they? Was that their next step? Maybe were they going to put this on? You know, any number of different planets, like f- far enough away from each other, they could have almost like this network of protected planets out there. Uh, mm. It was that going to be their next stage? Yeah. And then they decided to fuck off back to yeah. Earth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, it's. To me, it's it makes more sense than like putting stargates everywhere because it's like, mm. well, if you gate to a planet, you're just stuck with whatever's there. Whereas yeah. like these big Atlantis things, it's 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 a city ship, so mm. it's like you can just go mm. and fly and just land it on a planet, yeah, and you have a whole city there, like yeah. just a whole civilization well, on a planet, and you can fuck off whenever you want. Yeah. Like Atlantis, you can have the Stargate inside it. Maybe you want to buy a caravan, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> and the proof. Wow, so the ancients are just like the ultimate grey nomads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the proof's in the fact that these uh, higher ups seemingly never leave, mm. right? Like they don't leave their tower. They've never had to. And I'm sitting there going, hey, like. It's just artificial. Like, is that what we're supposed to believe as far as Atlantis goes? So everything in it's like artificial, you know, UV sort of situation. Like these guys never go outside. So they're never getting sunlight, sort of fresh air. Everything sort of filtered. Oh, they just sort of crack a window and there's sure there's I mean, balconies there's here. There's plenty and there. of balconies and windows that we see. I guess and yeah, I guess we're supposed to liken them, but I guess mm. we see we're out there, you know, sulking like we do at the end or um, stop it, stop it. 
She was a little bit. Yeah, she was sucking. She's like, no, when, when I got the when girl. John oh, Wolf. you did? Yeah. And knocked her back. Tell me more uh, about the girl. That slut. I've, uh, <laughs> I don't, no one said anything. No, she. <laughs> I, uh, I have. Elizabeth, don't be. Are you jealous? <laughs> I have a feeling. I told her I got a dried up old prune at home. <laughs> Jesus. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot. Why of- go up for juice when you get a dried prune at home? Am I right? Sorry, buddy. Fresh apple juice. No, thanks. I crumble. I don't even, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, if you know, you know. What does apple juice got to do with it? Does he like? Does he want to pee Fresh on Fresh apple juice. Mm. <sighs> I think there'll be a lot of weird chat. Um, cherry soda. Next week. Is that better? <laughs> Pop a can of cherry soda. The long goodbye. Oh, so we leave next week. Is that what you mean? No? no, not yet. Okay. It's right. fine. Doesn't matter. We'll talk about it then. Let's talk about There's it. There's only now. so many times I can restart the exact same sentence over and over again, <laughs> like I do in every. You, Brendan, oh, shared on. like a. Why little, didn't um, they take the puddle jumper into the building? Always in fly into the roof. Yeah. To for what reason? To get Shepard back. Oh, as in the team. Oh, yeah, Go back to point. Atlantis. Well, can he mm. cloak a puddle jumper and then open the roof? None of them can fly it. We'll get someone who can. But then they'd have to go back and McCat- talk to Weir so, <laughs> to do that. Was, hang on. The the gate wasn't in space, right? Because that's how Beckett came back. I thought it was in. Didn't, didn't the episode start with them in space? Or did no, it start no. with them just walking on the planet? No, they John there. Paul, the it's gate stuff. wasn't in it. <laughs> True. <laughs> which, which which is even weirder then if, like, there's a whole Atlantis city there, mm. but then the gate isn't in the gate room. Yeah. Well, they where, like I said, they probably moved it out once they didn't know how to use it. <laughs> or once peasants had to use it, <laughs> um, but they wouldn't know how to set it up. Like mm. the the people living inside the tower wouldn't know that either know what it is or not know what it is. They're not if they don't know what it is, they're not just going to go and set it up somewhere. They're just going to yeah dump, dump it in a back room. And if you think about it, the one the one in Atlantis is is half semi set into the floor. Yeah. Mm. So you'd have to do some major construction to get this rid of that. This one's just resting up against a really big tree. Like, yeah. I don't know what kind of, <laughs> we lay it down. If we stand it up, we've got no way to just, just lay yeah. it flat So, somewhere. yes, that, I guess that was just my assumption that, that it was a space gate. Mm. You don't see any malps in Atlantis. Well, I feel like the the puddle jumper in a way is the malp, I suppose. I hope not. Although, well, I suppose dead. not. Yeah, especially if they're going to... Yeah, true. That's why I always thought it would be better to have, like, stargates with webcams built into them, you know, mm. like your laptop has. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you can just dial in and then you have a screen on the DHD that shows you what's there and the telemetry and stuff. Yeah. That'd be way sweet. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose we did see, like, they've got the big weird six, six-wheeled six armoured malps like when they when we first came into Atlantis. Yeah. But, yeah, you absolutely never see us. You don't you see us going, oh, look at a, this planet. Sending a DHD. <laughs> Remotely. Send back the malp. Yeah. Never see that. Yeah, true. I guess they would go through a lot if there was heaps of space gates. Too. Yeah, suddenly they'd lose it. But then so yeah, you're right. How do they know like whenever the whenever the the um puddle jumper goes through a space gate, it's it's at pace. Yeah. So it's like how do they know that it's a space gate? Yeah. Unless it's the, the the ancient database is telling them whether it's a land mm. gate or a space gate. That's probably gate. what it is. Yeah. Cuz they they need those kind of But it's also 10,000-year-old intel. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, you think you'd at least 
at least yeah have like a little, a little golf ball sized webcam mm. that you literally just throw through the event <laughs> horizon and see what happens to it on the other side I yeah. just like the idea that there it's is cheaper a, than a mount there is a light on the desk at Atlantis that lights up red or green depending on whether it's a space gate mm. or a land gate but the guy sitting at the desk is like me and he's colorblind he can't tell the difference <laughs> uh, definitely land gate yep yep yeah. You guys are right to walk <laughs> And they just on walk straight, straight through. through. <laughs> and they just sit there floating through. <laughs> we lost another team. They need to oh. do that. They should have done that. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. That's the, At least the very first time, like Colonel Sumner could have been. <laughs> That's how he loses. <laughs> That's how he dies. Yeah, his old mate comes through at the end of season one. He's yeah. like, Colonel Sumner, you killed him. And they just look at the desk guy. And he's like, it was a mistake. You talk about the way that the, ep- the episode um, started, because I think the first line we had was uh, was Rodney going, okay, these guys don't have anything to trade. And if they did, it'll be you know, it'll be a couple of apples or whatever. And he's bitching and moaning. And it really set him up for a bitchy and moany episode, because my fucking guy that he whinged. And I'm like, mate, yeah. last week you nearly died. Mm. You sacri- nearly sacrificed other members of your team that were sacrificing technology as well to come down only to maybe rescue you because it was an impossible mission. That racist guy killed himself so that you'd have a better chance <laughs> yeah. of living. And you come up and it's like you have appreciated nothing. Yeah. You're not more thankful that you're alive, the, the efforts that everyone else goes to you because like even when uh, Taylor buzzed mm. through and said, hey, where are you? You know, have you uh, have you got this? And he's like, oh, oh, of course. You'd be worried about this, not about me. I've been stuck on a go. And he just went on. She's like, yeah. Um, no, the good thing was she said ZPM, and he's like ZPM. I don't. It was so quick, <laughs> and I'm like, we need that on the board. <laughs> have you got a ZPM? No, there is no ZPM here, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> like Mc- McKay does have the most character growth out of everybody, but mm. he saves it for his next episode, right, like where right, he's yeah. the star. Okay, that's when you'll see. The, the character growth from Grace Under he does, Pressure. He does grow the most, but he doesn't grow that much. No. <laughs> he, he grows from a complete piece of shit to a barely, ha- like, decent person. Yeah. Like, someone that you don't want to punch in the face. So <laughs> it's, you know. But also, he's my favourite character in the yeah. series. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I'd hate to be around him. But oh, absolutely. I'd, I enjoy watching him on television. <laughs> I don't. It's been a little bit of a running theme for us the last few weeks. I've been pointing out to you guys, whoever's like adding trivia and bits and and potential goose oh, yeah. to the to the, like <laughs> all these episodes and stuff like that. I don't think they they understand how TV works. So one of them, they're like, so there's there's one point where like McKay's in the catacombs with the other guy, and like they reach an impasse where they can't do something. And the camera turns to McKay and it's like the act break and it like pushes in and has the dramatic music. And the goof, like trivia thing to put is, during this moment at uh, 27 minutes and 26 seconds, you can see a crew member walking behind McKay in the background. And I thought when I read, I read that before I saw the episode, so I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be someone in the corner in jeans or something like that. No, no. It's just the other guy in the scene. Like the <laughs> native guy literally takes up the entire screen walking behind him. And yeah. some fucking nufty thinks that's a crew member. <laughs> I'm like, what? Do, do You'll notice the crew member this? is dressed very similar to the other actor yeah, in the scene. And he's wearing a face mask where he looks exactly like the other <laughs> right. actor. These in are the, the scene. same advisors for Stargate Origins. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. All right, that's episode 216 of Get Into Gates. Uh, next week we are back for some Stargate SG-1 action. We are talking off the grid. Whatever that means. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen this in a long time. I remember. 
Because it's off the grid. Oh, yeah. And well, also, yeah. Some of those weird, episodes, weird titles. One of those weird titles. Oh, okay. Episodes. Talking about. And if, and if you'd like a tower in your pants. <laughs> oh, God. Join our Patreon. I mean, in fairness, if we're not giving you that every week. I mean, mm. the tower of content that's out there. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> that we give you. Full of CCs. Hey, if you content creators out there. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the chip. That, that got me excited and then you've ruined it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think there's some in the kitchen, actually. We should, mm. yeah, we should get some after this. Okay. Doritos. Oh, uh, they? Yeah. Oh, Doritos. <laughs> that's the poor man's CCs. Come on. Oh, it isn't? Absolutely it is. CCs are cheaper, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but they're better. They're superior. Uh, CCs I are disagree. superior to Doritos. Doritos can get. <laughs> I disagree. I think I also in this very building. Yeah. I came in ten years ago and did. I came in in a poncho and a sombrero. Probably not the best thing to do, but I did. I did a blind tasting because I had a bowl of Doritos and a bowl of CCs. Well, that was a blind taste, and every single person preferred the CCs, even yeah. though they all said they were Doritos people. All oh, right, yeah, so and, I, and change your life after. Like, the, your, that's it from now on. The blind test. I did yeah. a blind test with Doritos, CCs, and Coles, mm. and. It was my daughter's idea, and we all chose the Coles ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Which wasn't great, because I'm like, I'm Doritos, man. Depends <laughs> on the flavor. If depends, like, original is kind of here or there with anyone, but if you're looking yeah. at, like, the Cheese Supreme. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Cheese like Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, the Red Bag CCs are the way to go. Yeah. yeah they're, they're peak. Aldi, one, Aldi ones are pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. That wasn't in our taste test, so I can't. Mm. And... Nor was that an ad for any three of the sponsors that could have been because yeah. we covered a lot of ground there. God, yeah. Great people. It's corn chips. Corn chips chat. I would, lo- I, I would, I would love. We come on and hey, get in a gate. Brought to you by CC's. Like, oh, great and then, people. And then you sit there and I mean, I'm doing this with some pretzels and you say, <laughs> brought to you by CC's. These pretzels mm, are making yeah. me thirsty. <laughs> These pretzels are making me feel like some CC's. <laughs> and then just think we could get, we could get. Themed ones, like one of my favorite like bits of of like vision is when um, I think it was maybe for Avengers: Age of Ultron, mm. where like all the Avengers got their own bags of of I think it might have been Doritos. Yeah, they were Doritos, mate. Man, and they, like, they can pay the money. Yeah, they gave they gave bags one of dick. one to one to Chris Hemsworth and one to Chris Evans. And like I forget which one it was, but you know they were picking out of the bag that had the other character on it. He goes, "Oh, this is exactly what I thought you'd taste like." <laughs> As they're eating it, it's it's one of the best things ever. Thor should have said, "I prefer CCs." Because they're Australian. Mm. Oh, are they? I believe so. Well, I suppose Doritos are uh, very American. Very American. Yeah. Mm. See, um, we don't have to be patriotic on this show. That's why Brennan and I were just being honest. We yeah. For Doritos. Although it's been a minute Heathens. since I had some CCs, so you know what? Go out there and do your own. Uh, try the Coles ones, mate. Bag, do it. I will. <laughs> try. I'll try them all. Okay? This body. This body's not afraid of shoving some shit in it. Okay. <laughs> okay. In your orifice. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. CC. Give it in. Right in the ear hole. That's it. All right, we'll be back next week to talk some SG1. And, I mean, if we can somehow get some more corn chip chat in there, I'll be very impressed. But now otherwise, I'm, that's off the grid. It's I'm coming up. craving corn chips. Episode 272. Let's go get some. Oh, but if they're Doritos. <laughs> then Brendan and I'll eat them. And yeah, you can, you can sit there. I've got hungry. microwave popcorn in my bag. Let's pop that. Yeah. Okay. okay. You're a popcorn whore. Hey. Get into geek. Get into geek. Get into Gate Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late.